Um, hey, everybody, welcome to the Inside the Movement podcast. I'm your host, Maddie or Madison or Mads or Madster or whatever it is that you call me. Um, I'm here today with our new creative and culture coordinator, um, hey, Sam hey. Sandifer. It's me. <laughs> um, she has been a huge blessing in my life. Um, and I'm hoping that you all get, get to know her soon. Hopefully by listening to this podcast, you'll get to know her a little bit and then uh, want to ask her more about who she is and how she got here. Yeah. Um, but that gives us a good place to start. Sure. So Sam, can you tell us a little bit about um, just your history, where you're from? Yeah, for sure. I'm from all over, one of those those pastor's kids. So we've, we've done all the things. Um, we are born in Arizona. Uh, moved to Washington, back to Arizona, uh, Missouri, back to Arizona, California. That's a lot of Arizona. Oh, I'm an Arizona gal. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the desert. Um, and then, yeah, school in Indiana. And then I think I lived in Arizona again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so four times. Four times moving back to four Arizona. Four times. Yeah. I just really like it, apparently. <laughs> but, I like Arizona. Yeah. It's so pretty. Um, and now, now I'm in Tennessee, which I can't believe it. I never thought I'd actually move to Nashville. How did that happen? Yeah. So my roommate, Bailey, Bailey McBroom, who's great. Everyone should also get to know her, but she moved here right after college and we were roommates in college. And then she, um, she dragged me down here basically. And then I got a job at Rocket Town actually. So I was operations manager there and working with kids and making pizza and yelling at skateboarders. (laughs) It's like my favorite things in the whole world. Those two things. (laughs) But yeah, and then I was just, I was let go from Rocket Town, which was like so good, so hard, mm-hmm. but so good because um, it was just time to go. And I kept praying like, well, how do I leave? How do you leave kids? Because I'm not good at that and I've had yep. to do it before, but, or working with kids, not my own children. I do not have children, but <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, working with kids and just having to leave, but not knowing how. And so the Lord made it really easy and he said, well, great, you're getting fired. So I said, <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. And then we just, <laughs> and then I was unemployed for so long. I mean, it felt long. I yeah. know people are still unemployed. So I'm very grateful for where I'm at in my life right now. But I think it ended up being like nine months or something of not working and just being in my apartment and being and this really was during confused. the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even like, it was just so long. I just feel like I lost chunks of time that I was just like not doing anything. It was crazy. So. Wow, that was my whole life wrapped up in about 30 <laughs> seconds. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. It's weird having a conversation over microphones. Yes. It makes it a little strange. Yeah, and also, like, I've told you all this, yeah. too. Like, so I'm just like, <laughs> what else do you want to know? Obviously, no. Sam and I know each other pretty well. <laughs> um, but I'm happy that all of you get to get to know her, too. Um, her story is really great. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your walk with Jesus and kind of how, yeah. like, you know, it's the cla- there's a classic story of, you know, growing up in the church and your, sure. your parents being super involved, your dad's mm-hmm. a pastor. Like, what did that look like for you? Yeah, it was, it was so good. Like I have such a good childhood and I remember like going to camp, like a camp's like my favorite thing and going to conventions and being on different leadership teams, like growing up being so involved like getting baptized at eight by my dad, which is so sweet that like we get to share that together. It's so sweet, but like, that's so young, you know, and I would never want him to think or feel like there isn't validity there, but 
it, for so much of my life, it was my parents' relationship. You know, like sure. it was their church. It was what I did. It was what I was expected to do. And, um, but it was, I mean, it was good. So like I had a really like stable upbringing, which I'm so grateful for. But it was like only until recently that I was like, wait, this has to be my own thing. You know, like I have to be excited about Jesus. I have to clear everything out and only want him. And so it, I think my relationship and like religion was so full of like doing things that that was like what my relationship was. It was necessary. Like you had to do things to have a relationship with God when in reality, like I'm just now learning just to like be present and even just like be silent and sit with him or like just crying. I've been crying so much <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Just like I, I think working at Crosspoint has been so cool because it's opened up like opportunities to just be convicted or be encouraged. And I'm realizing just like how great his plan is and how giving up control has just opened my eyes to so many new and exciting things that I would have never known if I hadn't just like laid it at the cross and be like, you can take and do whatever you want because I, my plans aren't working out. So you can do whatever you want. And now, and now I'm here on a podcast <laughs> talking to my boss who I love so much. And yeah, it's just, it's so cool and crazy and weird. And God is full of surprises. For yeah. sure. <laughs> and waiting is one of those things that is Oh my gosh, it is so hard. Yeah. It's really hard to surrender. Yeah. Like it yeah. feels like it should be a really easy thing to do. Sure. But it's really hard, especially when the wait is a lot longer than you expected oh or hoped it would be. Yes. I I understand that. So mm-hmm. encouraging all of you <laughs> who are yes. out, out there listening, um, waiting on something. I hope mm. that Sam's story encourages you. Yeah. Waiting for kind of nine months of like... Oof. What a, yeah. what do you what is what is this? Yeah, hello. <laughs> is, anyone is anyone there? there? Yeah, he is there. God, do you remember me? Yeah. Well, he does, and he he's does. so good. I remember it, like he was so silent. I feel like, and there was, it almost felt like I had like lost him completely. But it was, it had to just come to like, I had to become so desperate for him, mm-hmm. and that he was like, great, this is exactly what I needed. Here you go. Here's all this fun new stuff. And so what practically did you do to mm -hmm. like draw closely to him when you felt like he was silent? It was, I I think I spent a lot of time on my floor in my apartment, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like face down or laying down, honestly, almost angry at some points and just being like so frustrated with him and not understanding the point at all. And, you know, dealing with some depression and and just laying it like a daily decision to be like, okay, whatever you want, okay, whatever you want. And then sometimes it, it felt like a, well, I'll say this. He kept asking me, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And I would be like, maybe. <laughs> and then like some days there, it was like, nope, not today. I don't actually, like yeah. I'm really mad at you. And he, um, I think that he took that honestly because he knew he knows our hearts anyway, yeah. which is great. But like, I think just being honest with him was really good too, of just being like, I'm in a bad spot and you're going to have to take this and run with this because I can't do it today. Yeah. So, yeah, laying laying it all and just like verbally telling him that 
I'm not doing well and that he's going to have to do it. Mm. Yeah. So, and he did and he has, Yeah. even when it didn't feel like it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, of course. Yeah. So yeah, definitely anyone who's in that waiting season, I wish I hadn't done it alone. I wish I had told more people Mm. that I was in a weird, bad season. Mm -hmm. And so I, if anyone's listening to this and needs somebody to do it with them, I'd love to get coffee and we can talk about it or sit on the floor and be sad together (laughs) (laughs) or watch weird TikToks. I'm all for it. (laughs) You don't have to go alone. I think it's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, You're awesome. Um, Something that's been really cool about uh, Sam is she's been able just to come in and like, we truly know it's like from God because she Mm -hmm. just has like jumped in and it feels like she's been here forever to everyone on the creative team. Um, and that's been, it's just been so awesome to witness that. Mm. Um, she's also an Enneagram 7, whoop, whoop. so she's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's all an act. Always no, ready just, yeah. to party, always, you know, yeah, down for adventure. Um, it's, she's a great, a great human. Oh, thank you. Um, another really fun thing about Sam that I noticed is that she has a giant Bigfoot sticker on her car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't have any, like, uh, stickers about Crosspoint just yet because of my road rage, but I'm working on it. And then eventually I'll get some like, Crosspoint stickers on there. But I figured my Bigfoot one was okay. Yeah. Tell us about the Bigfoot sticker. Um, my dad got really into Bigfoot in the last like 10 years of our lives. And so he, we actually literally have documentaries of us pretending to like look for Bigfoot. There are on my Instagram. Anyway. I got to find those. Um, oh, gosh. I'm finding them and posting them on the Culture Channel. Oh, Lord. ASAP. Oh, man. There's at least one out. It's it's terrible, and we're <laughs> fully aware of how terrible it is, but it's something that we love. But he, um, he, I think my dad actually really does believe that Bigfoot exists. My mom 100% yeah. believes Bigfoot exists. Yeah, and yeah. I... I'm I'm getting there, <laughs> but he he. Whenever I go home and visit them in Indiana, he has like five Bigfoot documentaries recorded that he waits to watch with me. And it, one, I think it's the coolest thing in the whole world. It's I just love that. But it's always the same thing. They look for Bigfoot. They make too much noise. They don't find and him. they don't find Bigfoot. So <laughs> I'm still waiting to find him. But I yeah. love it. My little red car with my Bigfoot sticker. I love it so much. I saw it one day on her car and I was like, oh my gosh, we got to talk about this. Because <laughs> my mom is an avid believer oh, of I Bigfoot. I love it. I love it. He exists in her world yeah. for sure. I'm still... Uh, I'm on that fence. My dad, I'm a little skeptical, but yeah, whatever. My dad believes that he had an encounter once that Bigfoot threw some rocks at him. So yes. I'll have to bring my dad onto the podcast. Oh, we'll please. Just- We'd love to get <laughs> to know him and his Bigfoot theories. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh gosh. Um... This is kind of a fun question yeah. to ask. What are what three things do you think about most every day? Uh, puppies, <laughs> pizza. Oh, I wish I had like a third one that P. started with P. Yeah. Mm, I, don't, I really do think about puppies quite often. And I wish I could eat pizza every day and donuts. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um what what else do I think about? I think about like next adventure, but like so often, like like just this weekend, I'm like, ooh, maybe I could go camping and go on like a little trip or something. Yep. Or, um, like I, I'm 28, so in two years I have my 30th birthday trip. I planning it. I'm gonna go see the world and do it. 
just do crazy things and eat all the food <laughs> and meet all the people. Ugh, so fun. Yeah. That's so good. So Puppies Pizza Next, next Adventure. That's a good I think list. that should be a podcast. That should be a podcast. <laughs> next adventure. Uh, perfect. Um, let's jump into some fun, some more fun yeah, stuff because it's sure. fun. Yes. And you're a seven, so you like fun. <laughs> All the fun. Only the fun. I don't want any hard stuff. Yeah. What? Um, what's the last TV show you binged? I have like the bad habit of just like rewatching all the same ones. So of course you've got The Office. Oh yeah, love The Office, man. It just feels like home when you watch The Office. <laughs> but um, I watched uh, Baskets with uh, Zach Galifianakis. He plays twins, and one is a rodeo clown. Oh gosh. If if you don't like him, then you won't <laughs> like it. But he is so funny and perfectly him, and oh, it's just it's good. I highly recommend. And then uh, Louis C.K. Anderson, I think, is on it, and he's really funny oh, yeah. too. He's yeah, he plays funny. the mom. So the mom. Oh yeah. So it's <laughs> it's it's a great show. <laughs> if you had to pick a superpower, which one would you choose mm. for yourself? I think I'd. Oh, I really like this one. Um, it's not originally mine, but I, my roommate Bailey. I think it's hers, but I'm going to take it. Speak any language, which includes animals oh that's that's amazing so I can talk to anybody I can understand I don't want to read any thoughts but I want to be able to understand them yeah and animals yep that's a really unique one (laughs) yeah it's not originally mine but I think it's great yeah Yeah. what would be the first animal you talk to oh Maddie this is so sad I found a kitten yesterday at McDonald's and I tried so hard to get him but he's like a wild kitten oh, and so he was like I thought you were gonna say he's dead no so it's he's not going much he's better alive than I he's thought. alive but I couldn't I wanted to rescue him so bad I tried to get him with some salami and he would not he would not come to me but I would have been like I would have talked to the kitten and been like come, come on little buddy come on little guy let me help you so if anyone has any pointers on how to get a feral kitten to not attack me while I try to save it. I'd appreciate it. I know. That superpower really would have come in handy. I know. I know. Yeah, I'd probably go to an animal shelter and just talk to different animals. I love it. That's so sweet. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Let's see. This is a fun one. Um, What's the most influential book you've ever read or the most influential movie you've ever seen? Oh, man. I I hate watching movies that, like, make me cry because I don't want to cry even though I do it all the time. But <laughs> um, I don't – man, really, really struggling here with favorite one. I actually um, – I really liked the last book that um, the staff read, which I can't remember the title now. Yes, because I just kind of came from – A team that, I mean, I loved my teammates at my last job, but it just, we weren't connecting well and it wasn't going well. And I think one of my favorite things coming on to Crosspoint is joining a team that is good and healthy and constantly striving to encourage each other and to be better. And so reading that book and then like watching how our team applies it and just wants us to be there for each other I was just it's just really cool to see that like there are healthy teams and that like I'm so grateful to be on a healthy team so the the last team book that we read I 
I really appreciated for sure. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Just some, one. like, redemption there, I think, for, like, healthy working environment, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, we're going to wrap it up today. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, for sure. Um, Thank you. I'm so excited just for what God's going to do through you here. Yeah. Um, and you've already helped me out so much. So I'm super grateful personally. Um, but all of you listening, be sure to ask Sam about roller skating. Oh, yeah. And her favorite breakfast cereal Perfect. or any time of day cereal. Yeah. Because I'm sure she'd love to fill you cereal in on that. Cereal is for all times of the day. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Have a great Thank afternoon. Thank you so we'll much. We'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.